Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Chief's Kingdom, you gotta fight for your right! <laughs> From the IMLD Home Studios, in its 11th season, you are listening to, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your host, Jay and Ray. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. This website sucks. I'm sorry that I have to do this solo. You have to hear nothing but my wonderful voice. You are listening live if you're crazy enough to be listening to In Much Less Detail, the podcast here with you on New Year's Eve, Sunday morning, December the 31st, 2023. I'm Dre. My co-host Jay was with me last night at 10 o'clock Central, 1030, all the way 11, trying desperately like hell to get on this website to start this show and it would not work for us we both kept running into the same problems connection issues the same error message where it sounded like it was letting us on and then said we're sorry we're having a technical issue please call back later which we, 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 we tried we tried we we really tried and uh jay um is uh was talking about last night how it sucks that we can't give it a try this morning uh because he has to work so i didn't even uh text him that i've actually connected when i did try again this morning and, and it actually shocked me and connected i i don't i didn't even want to bother him because I, I don't want him to try to run and rush and get on the show before work he might not be able to he might be at work now i don't know his hours so i didn't i didn't even want to bother him i'm so pissed off by this website so I'm going to do this uh, solo. Um, I only scheduled it for an hour. I'm going to do the awards that we do uh, to recap the previous week in the NFL. Then I'm going to go right into making the picks for this Sunday. Now, the picks are up on the blog already because I, at the time last night when I went to bed, I figured we just were never going to have a show. So Jay emailed me his picks, and I put my picks up, and uh, I put the post already on our blog. So all our picks are there. Jay's lock is there. My lock is there. There's no context at all to our picks, uh, but they're there if you're interested um, at uh, in much less detail.blogspot.com. Um, and if you're interested in the detail, you'll get them. You'll get my detail anyway. You won't get Jay's, but you'll get my detail uh, in a half hour or so after I give the awards for week 16. Jay actually um, mentioned last night uh, in our text uh, that maybe we could do a Tuesday or Wednesday show just to do our awards because we both work you know, hard on this shit. He's got a family and whatnot, and I got a wife, and we got full-time jobs and careers and whatnot, and we take time out of our schedule to work on this stuff uh, and do something creative uh, with our lives, which everybody should do. Uh, and We have a lot of fun doing it, but it wor- it's work. And, you know, we got our, all our shit together, 
and we should get our shit out there. If it's, if it's possible to get our stuff out there, if the, if the show page is working, if the podcast is working, if Blog Talk Radio decides to let us uh, get our work out there and actually do it, uh, then we should be able to do it, whether it's two days later, three days later, whenever we can do it. Well, this, that's why I'm doing it this morning, because I just decided, you know, shot in the dark, let's see if I can schedule something this morning to see if the, if the website works. And, of course, on the very first try, it connected and it worked, of course. Uh, so Jay was mentioning on text, uh, what exactly did he say? Um, he said he's home Tuesday and Wednesday night if I wanted to try to do the awards portion, you know, because he's got his Week 16 awards and he, that he works on, and he, and he thinks is clever, and I think mine is clever, and we have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, so I'll, I don't know if we're going to do that, or if we do, I'll, I'll let him do his awards. I don't. I might do mine, too, if we do that. Um, and it'll just be mine twice, but I'm doing mine now in case we can't connect, in case we don't have a chance to get our awards out there. I'm going to do my Week 16 awards now, and if you want the Week 17 picks, you're going to have to wait until I do my Week 16 awards, but if you're here listening, you know how we do it anyway, so you shouldn't be surprised by that. Hopefully, uh, it'll be fun and entertaining for you, even though it's only one of us and not two. Here we go. My best and worst and all that good stuff of week 16 uh, in the NFL. And as always, we start off with the best, which is where I go looking for our buddy Pete Weber on the uh, soundboard. And I always forget where he is, but there he is. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! I'm right. Who do you think you are? I am. Love that. Greatest of all time. No one celebrates like Pete Weber. So I hear. My best. Who do I think was am in week 16? Ho, ho, ho. It's Santa Coop. Amari Effin Cooper was the Texans' daddy in week 16. What a performance. He made sure Jay won his lock. In week 16, that's the one thing that I did forget was to give the uh, the stats for week 16 and who hit their locks and whatnot. Uh, we both went 9-7 and seven against the spread in week 16. Jay still, that's the third week in a row that we've uh, had the exact same record. We just keep splitting them right down the middle, Daddy. Where's my boy, uh, my boy Bill Alfonso? Where is he? Hey, it was right down the middle, Daddy. So once again, we, we split our picks and uh, – Jake continues to remain six games behind me on the season. So he's pacing right behind. He just can't get over the hump. Um, I'm at 117 and 113 for the season against the spread. Jay is at 111 and 119. But for the second week in a row, Jay hit his lock and I missed mine. Jay had the Browns over the Texans and I had the Eagles to step up and reverse their course and, and kill the Giants. And the Eagles beat the Giants, but barely. They did not cover the spread. So we are now tied right down the middle in locks. Uh, we both have nine locks on the season. So Jay has caught me there. Um, so Jay's lock was the Browns and Amari Cooper got busy and locked that up. I'm a, I'm a fan of Coop from his Raider days. I, I always thought he was underrated and I'm glad to, to chat him up as the best of the week, even though I crapped on the pick and I, and I picked uh, against the Browns. I thought the Texans were going to find a way to get it done. 
Um, they they flushed me down the toilet. The brown fever got to me as as it as it happens as it happens sometimes. Amari Cooper goes for two sixty five in the air, two hundred and sixty five receiving yards and two touchdowns. Browns had to be very aggressive because their kicker Dustin Hopkins got hurt, so Joe Flacco got to throw it up even more than he wanted to, and that's all good for Flacco. He, he loves to throw it up, uh, so he was very happy about that, and Amari Cooper was very happy about that. Uh, shout out to the Browns D for getting Coop the team receiving record because he was just short of Josh Gordon. Remember the great Josh Gordon? His 261 receiving yards was a Browns team record. But Kevin Stefanski uh, tried to bench him and Flacco up 36-7 in the fourth quarter, and the Browns defense gave up two touchdowns to Houston, and that got them back on the field. Stefanski was like, oh, crap, okay. Uh, Coop, Flacco, get back out there. So that's how. Uh, they were able to connect uh, a couple more times and get Coop the uh, Browns all-time receiving record. So congratulations to Amari Cooper, always one of my favorites, never talked about in the conversation of best receivers, and always overlooked, definitely slept on, and, and to show everybody, hey, who do you think you are? I am. And he's still one of the best receivers in football, and he was the best uh, in week 16. So very happy to see that, even though I picked against the Browns. The worst of week 16. Uh, see, I always forget what I use. Uh, Jay does his thing, and then I kind of mentally get myself together and figure out what's the sound drop for the for the next award. But I now I'm by myself, so I have to kind of fly by, my, by the seat of my pants and try to remember what do I – oh, Jay is calling in. Hey, look at that. <laughs> hey, there you go, buddy. Trying to do the show without me. Only because you said you had to work. I didn't want to disturb you. I, I, didn't... <laughs> I do. I do have to work, but I uh, I, I probably have about a, another hour, so we can uh, – hour oh. at, at 9, 9, 15, 9, I probably got to jump out of here. I only scheduled it for an hour because I thought it was going to be solo. So. Well, we'll make it quick. That's a, we, we have to. Well, I mean, there's always the after show. Yeah, if it holds up. Uh, that, that's true. Uh, well, okay, so – we're doing this completely on the fly. Do you want to do the picks now live and give your context and then do the awards to the after show? Uh, we could do it however you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it would seem very unfair to do the awards or do the, uh, pick, the the picks for the games that are coming up in a few hours to do that in the podcast version, which nobody can hear until after the game. That's starts. true. Plus, you've already seen my picks. Uh, that's, that's true, too. Uh, the picks are already up on the blog. Okay. Uh I, I swear, I wasn't trying to, to bogart you out. I, I just no, didn't no, want to disturb you because I figured you were going to work. I'm just drinking my coffee, and my wife goes, hey, Andre's on the show. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, cool. I'll go it, jump it, on there. Yeah, it actually worked. Uh, I actually yeah, snuck into the studio and invited myself to the show. Oh, <laughs> well, good. Welcome to your own show. Uh, hey. <laughs> All right, yeah, let, uh, it's completely by the seat of our pants. Let's uh, let's go right to the picks for for week seventeen, uh, and we'll do our uh, we'll do the awards for week sixteen later, which I did my my best already. But we'll we'll get to bed oh, in the okay. after show. All right. Well, what was your best? Um, it was Amari Cooper. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the, that was the, uh, locked, locked up your lock. Locked up my lock. Got me tied. That's right. Yes. Yep, I, I was I was getting into all of that, uh, and then I was trying to figure out what's the the drop for the worst, and I because I, I always forget, and then right. I see you pop up there. I'm like, oh wait, the actual other co-host is here. Um, all right, 
we uh, we got 48 minutes to do the uh, the the rest of week 17, which we got 14 games left. So let me put aside the week 16 recap and grab my week 17 notes. Okay, here we go. Let's start with the Patriots and the Bills. Uh, New England at four and eleven, Buffalo at nine and six. Uh, there's a little bit of injury news this morning for some other games. I don't think this one is affected by that. Um, Juju Smith Schuster is on IR, so the Patriots don't have to worry about him. Um, and safety Micah Hyde is supposed to return for the Bills from his stinger. Uh, tied for the biggest spread of the day, New England is two touchdown underdogs at Buffalo. Yeah, I mean it's. I took the points here, just strictly a points play. This is a huge number. Uh, Patriots, they they already beat them once this year. They uh, played them tough last year, although the Bills, uh, you know, snuffed them out in the in the playoffs. But I'm still going to go ahead and take the Patriots here. That's a lot of points, two touchdowns. You know, the sort of like last go here for for Belichick. They seem to have found something. Uh, Zappy's been playing aight. I guess I mean it's better better than Mac Jones. I guess that's what we can yeah. say. And Low the Bills, ball. I don't know. I, I still don't trust the Bills. There's too much too much tight sphincter stuff going on with them at times. So uh, they went out to L.A. and barely escaped with a win against a team that they should have curb stomped. So I'll I'll, I'll definitely just take the two touchdowns here and and hope and pray. I understand it. I, I'm hesitant to trust the Bills, of course, uh, after they found a way to barely sneak out a win over the, the Chargers. Uh, and they also went to New England in week seven and turned in one of their worst performances of the year, and they lost to Mac Jones and the Patriots 29-25. to 25. Uh, Mac Jones actually outplayed Josh Allen in that game. Uh, they, they didn't match the Pats' intensity. I don't know exactly what happened, but there's a lot of L's in those, in those six Buffalo L's. There's a lot of games that they had no business losing. Um, right. and that's one of them. Um. So they better whoop the Pats. They they failed to do once already. I, I'm taking the Bills. I'm giving the 14 just because they know their backs are against the wall. They know they still got to keep winning out uh, to to get to the playoffs. And they 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 better put it together. They got to. I I don't know how else to put it. Come on, Bills. <laughs> Any day now. Uh, from there we go to uh, Atlanta, Chicago. You've been begging to see some Josh Fields in your for your favorite team, the Falcons. Now you get to see an up close. And personal look at Fields uh, as he, Not Josh Fields, uh, or Justin Fields, yeah. It's early, it's folks. Er, it's early. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. All right. Uh, so yeah, you get to see Justin Fields as every game is now a referendum on Justin Fields in Chicago. Every game he be won last week, so I guess everything's all good now. Uh, Falcons are seven and eight. The Bears are six and nine. Uh, more beer man at quarterback today for Atlanta. Um, and no Darnell Mooney for Chicago. He's, well, they say he's dumplings. I was going to say, is his, stomach sto- is his stomach sore from the Hail Mary? <laughs> <laughs> Catching the ball in his stomach. And yeah. it. No, he heard his stomach, his thigh, and his foot all at the same time. The ball bounced off of all of that. And he got concussed, apparently. Um, so with all of that, the Falcons are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Bears. Ah, okay. Let me see here. Just going through to make sure from okay, because so that was originally Chicago minus two point five, and I had the Bears. That makes me minus three. So I feel even better about taking the Bears minus two and a half. I'm not gonna trust the Falcons going on the road, going into the cold. No, sorry, I'm I'm not. Their their defense has played great, but 
Fields and the Bears have been, uh, their offense has been better. Their defense has been markedly improved. We pointed that out in the last show. I almost locked this one up, but I can't trust the Bears that much. So, <laughs> yeah, this could be the glimpse into my future here rooting, with rooting interest, uh, seeing if Josh Fields haha, uh, gets, uh, <laughs> gets shipped out at the end of the season. And you are correct. Uh, we, we nailed this one ap- uh, accurately about how Justin Fields and the Bears won last week and all the uh, articles this week were, well, maybe they'll keep him. (laughs) Well, they go out and lay an egg here, expect the total opposite for this next week. But uh, I I think they come out of here with a W. Atlanta's a train wreck. Uh, I'll take the Bears. Every damn game. He's terrible. They need to get him out of here. Oh, he won. Maybe they need to get the management of coaches out and keep Fields and keep the picks. And Oh, boy. Um. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going to go uh, to the other side, and uh, it's not that um, Atlanta is a, a great team that's got some, some bubbling under tendencies or anything. It's that the, the Atlanta QB isn't Desmond Ritter handing the ball to the other defense with no resistance at all. So, therefore, the Falcons are just a better team just by that one move. And, uh, you know, I got it close, but, you know, I'll take the Falcons uh, to come out on the other side. Uh, you know, no huge – uh, well, I, I just like it, just it a... now because three covers. Mm-hmm. So, let's go. Uh, you, it'll flip on the other side on a couple of those picks. I was looking at the lines when I when I put your picks up, so you, you'll you'll have some okay. some decisions some decisions to make later on some other games. Uh, let's go to Vegas uh, visiting Indy. The uh, Raiders at seven and eight, and the Colts at eight and seven. Uh, Vegas is down. Running back Josh Jacobs uh, with a quad injury and also tight end uh, Michael Mayer with a toe injury. For the Colts, we think Michael Pittman is cleared again. We we thought so last week, and then he came up with more symptoms, so he got taken back down. But we think the receiver Michael Pittman is going to make his return from Dumplings today, but they definitely won't have the running back Zach Moss with a forearm injury. Uh, Colts are the current seventh seed in the AFC, so uh, they got a lot to battle for. Uh, Vegas is a four-point underdog at the Colts. Uh, well, I had the points anyways, so that actually helps me here. So I'm going to take the Raiders. They are, uh, Raiders are a completely different animal since Antonio Pierce took over. He He's doing what I would like to call now a, a reverse Saturday, yeah. which is <laughs> actually taking over a team midseason and making an impact. Their defense has been better. Uh, their offensive cohesion, even with Aiden O'Connell out there, seems to be better. Uh, Zamir White just steps right. Josh Jacobs goes down. Here comes Zemir White. He goes off uh, in his last couple of games. They seem to have found one there. Uh, I, I mean, I like what they're doing, but yeah, their backfield is taking turns being banged up. Their receivers, uh, especially Pittman, he's banged up. And this all relies on you tr- uh, having faith in Gardner Minshew to, to lead a team <laughs> into the playoffs here. So I'm going to go with the team that I think is trending more up, and that's the the, the LV Raiders here. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And I, although I was a, afraid of an emotional letdown for Vegas, that's a huge win they got uh, in Kansas City Monday. Um, that was coming off of putting up the sixty-three, though. That, yeah, that's true. Uh, they followed but, up that with completely shooting the bet against the Chiefs, by the way, and still winning. <laughs> still winning. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Pierce is crying in midfield and stuff after the game, yeah. and they 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 clearly thought that was like the biggest uh, performance and the biggest win they could pull out. 
Um, so I was afraid of, of that, them being let down. But, yeah, I basically agree for the same reasons. It comes down to which quarterback fucks up the, the most. And between Aiden O'Connell um, and, and Gardner Minshew, um, I, I don't like Aiden O'Connell very much at all, but I think Gardner Minshew has got the tendency to, to fuck up more. So, therefore, uh, I will concur with you and take the Raiders. Um, we, we got a caller. Do you want to take it or no? Uh, yeah, I, just, you know, that's up to you because I know we're a little little light on time here today. Yeah, it's not somebody I know. It's not Lou, so I, I don't. I'm going to roll right through here. Sorry, um, caller. Sorry, caller. We only got an hour. Uh, go to Giants and Rams. New York at five and ten. L.A. at eight and seven. Who is waiting to call on a show on a website where the shows don't work? That's what I want to know. <laughs> anyway. Maybe it's blocked off radio with our refund, and we just screwed ourselves. Oh, damn it. Well, you know our email address. Get back get back to the email I actually sent you. Let's let's do that. Uh anyway, Rams are the current sixth seed in the NFC. Um they will face uh, the great Tyrod Taylor who gets to start at quarterback for the Giants. Um and the Rams are on a roll. They are a big 6-point favorite uh on the road at the Giants. I'm pretty sure I saw you and Danny DeVito on the Giant, uh, giant sideline last week with a long needle looking for Tyrod um, as he's taking the job from Danny DeVito and blowing your lock at the same time. You know, I'm not the team doctor. I'm not trying to inject him with anything. I'm more, if, I, if you cost me money, I'm very direct. I'm not going to mess around with him. Oh, you're I'm not going to come just, and, and... You're not going to stab him in his lungs with long needles? No, no. Uh, I'm just oh, going to okay. come right that's, out. Oh, that's a hard... That's a hard. I'm going to take care of my business the right way. That's a Chargers thing. No, I'm going to take the Giants and the points here. Uh, You know, they they actually seemed to play some offense in this spot last week. Uh, Tyrod Taylor gave them a little bit of a spark because he's an actual NFL quarterback. Um, Who who, he's a he's better than a random Allen. Let's just say that. You know, he's a what I would consider league average backup type quarterback. I think he can give him a little bit of a spark. He gave him a spark enough in the Eagles game to, to keep that under the number. I'll, I'll roll with that again here. Take the giants plus the points. Okay. Uh, old and new congealing for the Rams. They're using these rookies and these kids and they're combining with Matt old as Matthew Stafford. And they're actually uh, mm-hmm. playing very good football. They, they look dangerous. Uh, Tyrod better have extra rib protection for, for Aaron Donald coming around the corner. He better protect himself. Um, so I'm going to take the Rams and give the six yeah. on that one. I've just got that weird, like, Rams are due for a stumble kind of vibe. Yeah. It's kind of why I picked the, uh, the, the the Falcons over the Bears today. The Bears had one good game last week. I don't know if they can put two in a row together, basically. Well, the Falcons had a good game last their best game of the season last week. They actually won a game by more than four. Yes, because they set the quarterback that clearly doesn't deserve to start. Well, they, they had started Beer Man in other spots and not achieved those results either. That's true, but uh, I think Ritter finally hit that that nirvana of okay, we cannot use this guy <laughs> so anymore. What I, what, if you'll notice, what, what what happened in that game? What I noticed was that clearly the detractors of Arthur Smith finally got to him because they actually used all of those first round draft picks for the first time all season. That's about the we actually time. saw Pitts, Bijan, and Drake London all contribute in the same game, and I think that's the first time all season. It only took him till week sixteen, <laughs> and and he still you know mixed in some uh, some Algiers. Oh, he's, he's of not, course, you still got to get yeah, your Jonu Smith and Tyler Algier and Matt, you know not Matt Callens because we it, 
you always give us the Matt Collins update, so he must be healthy. <laughs> I did not notice uh, Matt Collins okay. on the injury report. <laughs> okay. Believe me, if I did, I would have let everybody yeah, know. Yeah, I just love – yeah, so maybe, maybe Arthur Smith uh, – understands that if he wants to keep his job, he, he might want to start using the uh, millions and millions of dollars in draft capital that he has refused to use all season. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> I get one up on you and we get chippy to start the week here. We're disagreeing a lot. This hell site is, is pissing me off. All, all the drops are working. It connected the very first time. Yeah. First time. We tried right. last night, folks. We tried. We, we, we were here. We were ready. We tried this thing until past 1030. So. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Would not work. And this morning, yep, clicked right on. <sighs> anyway. Uh, let's move on to the Cardinals and the Eagles. Uh, Arizona at 3-12 and 12 and Philly at 11-4. and four. Uh, Showing how much Philly is struggling. There's... Two games tied for the biggest spread of the week, and this isn't one of them. Um, it absolutely yeah. should have been. Um, Hollywood Brown, I got an injury update on him. He's done. He's on injured reserve. He's got a heel injury. They have uh, oh, deactivated okay. him. Um, I know everybody's waiting on the Hollywood Brown update that I always have as well. Um, Eagles will not have big play slay in their defensive backfield. He's got a knee injury. Uh, they've got motivation. They take the East. Uh if Dallas uh, lost last night, they would have taken the East uh, with a win. I, I, obviously, I wrote these notes before the Dallas game last night. Yeah, if Dallas, which we if won. Dallas would have lost, which they should have lost because they got the two-point conversion, but the referees yeah. uh, overturned it. Um, yes. So Dallas would have lost that. We'll talk about Eagles, that next week, maybe. Right, maybe, if the website will allow us. Um, so the Eagles would have uh, clinched the East uh, with a win today if, uh, if Dallas would have lost. But they still want to get back on track. They still want to figure out what's going wrong with them, I'm sure. Um, Cardinals are a 12-and-a-half-point underdog at the Eagles. Yeah, that's a huge number. Uh, it's only moved a half a point since I made my pick. Hopefully that's not enough. Oh, well, you know, a 12-and-a-half now. I, gotta, <laughs> no, I, I, I still am taking the Eagles here. Uh, we keep talking about, we talk about, come on, Bills. Come on, Eagles. Come on, Eagles. You, you, you're supposed to have this great defense. Uh, it's not working out. Uh, you know, you know, you've got a defensive liability at corner in, in James Bradbury and this front seven that's supposed to be, you know, the top in the league isn't getting it done. They're soft over the middle, um, but it's the Cardinals. They'll try. I'll give them that. I think they'll try. They'll make some plays, uh, but I feel like this is a two touchdown Philly win. Uh, even if Arizona tries, he gets, this has got even at 31, 17, that's a cover. Um, I'll take the Eagles here because they'll be able to do things offensively. They'll be able to run and throw all over this Arizona team, especially at home. So I'll take the the Eagles here. Right. It's just a matter of where will they stop the Cardinals from coming back and doing anything. Right. Because they just um, keep Arizona from from keeping up, basically, is all it is. Yeah. But man, they look disjointed as hell against the Giants. It, ugh. Yeah. It is so, so hard to trust them right now. And they now, put up so. 33. Right. And still look like completely out of sorts. Yeah. As another shot for the Eagles to set themselves straight. I think they're going to do it against uh, their old coach Jonathan Gannon. I don't think he, uh, I don't think Sirianni is going to let the Eagles embarrass themselves in front of one of his old yeah. coaches. So I'll, I'll concur and, and take Philly and give the twelve and a half. And the good news for you is you don't you have no you can't lock this up. So they'll win. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, all right, um, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. You can see you, you, you know, you got all my picks in the lock and, and all that because I actually put the picks on the blog last night. Before I I'm not on so the blog, so I'm not looking yeah. at them. So I'm doing this without knowing your picks because it's right. But you know all of mine, so you you have the drop ready. I sure do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saints and Bucks. Uh, Saints at seven and eight. Bucks at eight and seven, and they're on a roll. The Bucks do claim the South with the W. They don't need yeah. any other help. Uh, Saints are two, only two-and-a-half-point underdog uh, at the Buccaneers. That's why I locked this one up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, no Marshawn Lattimore. Tell you what that means. It means Mike Evans gets to play, Mike Evans gets to play the whole game. <laughs> and that's good enough for me. So I'll take Tampa Bay to win the South. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield has, has earned himself a future in the league. Uh, he's having himself one hell of a season. It helps when you have Mike Evans <laughs> to – to, to drag you over the finish line, but that offense has nice pieces. Uh, I would expect him to, to be their answer for a while now in a bad division. So good for the Bucks. Uh, they go on. They they claim the crown. I'm locking this up. Saints, uh, no chance. Yeah. Uh, Bucks went down to New Orleans in week four and beat them up 26-9. Derek Carr played through a bad shoulder and registered a whopping 3.4 yards for pass attempt. And maybe he should have just said that game out. Um, yeah, so in this one, they uh, hate Jameis Winston that much. <laughs> I still got the cough from uh, from the bless COVID. You. Everything else is fine. Is that a though. cough or a sneeze? But bless yeah. you. <laughs> that, that was a cough. Okay. Um, yeah, everything else is fine from COVID. Uh, no sore throat, no runny nose, whatever. I just still got the the very annoying cough. So I apologize for that. Um. But, yeah, in this one, it feels like New Orleans finally gets put to rest here. They've been sort of hanging around and battling and uh, sticking where they, you know, where they don't belong in the race. Uh, Bucks are just yeah. rolling. Um, it feels like they, they put them down. And, and like you said, that spread is so small. They can put them down without too much effort. They can have a last-second field goal to win it and, and cover the number because it's such a small number. I, I, don't, I don't quite understand the, the Saints' respect there, but uh, okay. Um, so we'll, we'll gladly take the uh, the. Buccaneers and give the two and a half, and and you have that as your lock indeed. All right, here's the uh, other biggest spread of the week: the Niners and the Commanders. San Fran eleven and four, Washington four and eleven. Uh, San Fran's D is a little beat up. Uh, they should be coming off of that game Monday night. Baltimore basically physically manhandled them all around the field. Yeah. Uh, Niners can still clinch home field throughout the NFC uh, with some help. They need the other top teams to lose as well. Uh, Washington, Jack Brisket uh, was going to step in for Sam Howell. It took uh, Ron Rivera how long to figure out that Sam Howell wasn't the answer. Um, and then he hurt his hamstring. So Sam Howell has to play anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that changed the spread this morning. Well, he was, he was there just long night. enough to screw me last week. Right. Um, and he was there long enough to just mess up the game plan and mess up Sam yeah. Howell's practice this week. So. Uh, but, yeah, Sam Allen should be back under that, unless uh, Chico wants to go to whoever the third stringer is, if he hates Sam Howell that much. But Jack Brisket will not be playing. He's got a hamstring. Um, Brian Robinson, the running back, may play. Uh, he's trying to come back from a hamstring injury. Uh, 49ers, big favorites to bounce back there, minus 14 at the Team Mander Skins. Uh, it's not enough. Uh, everyone <laughs> have your Brock Purdy stacks ready this week for DFS because <laughs> – we know what this team Manderskin secondary loves to do, and that's give up the bombs. So you better have yourselves a whole lot of Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle this week. 
because I would expect a nice bounce back spot here. You get the the Niners get used and abused, and then this is their bounce back spot. Yeah, if it wasn't so many points, if this was you know nine nine and a half, I'd probably have this locked up. Hard to lock up at fourteen because just Tyrod Taylor showed us just one thing can go wrong and blow a huge number cover. So I'm not locking it up, but I do expect the San Francisco romp here. So I'll, I'll give them all Rock Purdy stacks folks. You heard it here. Yeah. 14 on the road. That, that is a whole lot, but yeah, Washington is, is such a, a tire fire. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to concur. The commanders could get, you know, every lucky turnover, every lucky bounce, just like Baltimore did uh, on Monday night. Uh, there's a lot of, domination by the Ravens. There's also a lot of luck, a lot of bounces going their way. Just everything you could imagine going wrong for the Niners went wrong. Um, it's unlikely that everything works out right for Washington. I am a little afraid. It's only, you know, six days of rest instead of seven. It was sort of an emotional crushing of, of Brock Purdy uh, and the Niners. They look like jokes uh, on the main stage there, number one versus number one. And the home team didn't look like they were number one at all. They just shouldn't. they took a number two basically in the middle of the field. Um, but Kyle Shanahan, Niners, yeah, I'll, I'll trust them to bounce back. They got the right opponent in, in Washington, who's been mailing it in for a while now. Uh, so I will concur and give the fourteen with you. All right, Panthers, Jaguars, uh, Carolina at two and thirteen. <laughs> yeah, but catch the fever. <laughs> we pick them all. Panthers two and thirteen, Jags eight and seven, playing like they're two and thirteen. Um, this one is going to be very interesting because finally, after all the uh, injuries and uh, situations where it looks like he should have been held out, and he finally played and he played through them all. Finally, Trevor Lawrence has has met his match and will not be playing today. He's got a shoulder injury. C.J. Beathard finally gets the call at quarterback for the Jaguars. Uh, Panthers are still the underdog. You can start whoever you want for quarterback for Jacksonville. The Panthers will be the underdog. They are plus four at the Jaguars. It worked for us last week. I'm going with it again. I'll take Carolina. I'll take the points. The Jaguars, I, they are trying to do what the Titans did last year. That That is scary to think about how that Titans team went on that long losing streak to crap everything away uh, at the end by losing that seven in a row. Jags aren't too far away. They have, what is it, four in a row now for them? Uh, things mm-hmm. aren't looking very good for them. They have to go to the backup. No cohesion with that team. They're fine. It's not even like they're finding ways to lose. They're just playing bad football. Bryce Young coming off his best game as a pro last week. Uh, that's good enough for me to take five. Uh, well, I got four. It, it, it came down because of oh. the, uh, the C.J. Beathard news. Uh, um, wait, you think that helped the number? Uh, no, I think that dropped it. <laughs> it you said it was five, five right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll still take it at four. Okay. Uh, no, I, yeah, the, I, it should have come down more with, with C.J. Beathard as the starter. The Jack should maybe shouldn't be favored at all the way they've been playing. You know, Carolina's defense is sneaky okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, basically, I don't trust the Jags. I don't care who the quarterback is. They're, they're, the way they're playing is just yeah. terrible. Um, they got the tight sphincters right now. They're playing like the like the Bills were playing early in the season. Man. Uh, so I, I believe in, in the collapse of the Jags even more than you do. Oh. The, lock, the locking of the Carolina the Panthers. Panthers. Oh, man, go Jags. You know what? 
Hey, I, first first on the show here ever, folks. I just had breakfast delivered to me live on the air. Thank you. you. Uh, first uh, first time on the show that you're doing a show before you get ready to go to work. That's that's also mm-hmm. a first. Yeah, quiche. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Um, I haven't even haven't even eaten yet. I was just I woke up and I was like, let me try this damn thing one more time, see if I can get my shit in, and it worked. Hey, there you go. Um, I'm, I'm glad I tried it at eight, not nine, because you, you wouldn't have been able to make it then. Well, I would have been in my uh, car. Right. All right, where are we? Miami, Baltimore, in the uh, main event of the day. The Dolphins eleven and four. The Ravens twelve and three. Uh, Jalen Waddle will be waddling on a sprained ankle. He is out for this game. Um, but for the Ravens, this might be just as big of a missing weapon as their all-world safety Kyle Hamilton, second-year kid out of Notre Dame. Uh, he missed practice Friday. He's got a bad knee. It doesn't necessarily look good for him to, to play. Even if he does play, he might not be anywhere near 100%. So watch out for that. Uh, the Dolphins are the uh, underdog. They give three and a hook at the Ravens. Well, I had this at three. We'll see what the hook does. I'm still going to take the Ravens. I would be more worried for the Ravens if they were playing the Jets or the Cardinals or some, you know, some also ran team, some awful team, because they bounce back off of that huge win. And then usually the Ravens move is to bounce back off of that, then play somebody who's terrible and lose to them. That would be the Ravens way. But they're bouncing back against an actual playoff contention team, a team that they need to fight for seeding. Uh, Baltimore sitting in the driver's seat for the number one seed. Uh, I think they put. I think. They, I think they put the the, the Dolphins to, to rest here. So fins up, tits up. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play the drop for it happening because I'm going against them this time. That would be so Ravens to come out and dominate on Monday night in San Francisco and then lose to half the uh, the Miami Dolphins because Waddle won't be there. It'll be Tyreek Hill and, and guys running around. Uh, if the Fish want the number one seed, they know what they got to do. They got to win out and and keep winning and get some help. The, the two hardest offenses to defend in the entire league, the Niners and the Dolphins, and Baltimore draws them back to back. Basically, I'm like, if they do that, if they beat the Niners and then the Dolphins, they're the Super Bowl favorites, right? That, who, who's going to touch that? Who can touch that one, two, uh, as far as competition? So yes. I, as, as much as I love the Ravens, I don't think they're that great. I don't think they're going to do that, knock off – the Niners and Miami back to back like that, and, and I'm excited to see Lamar Jackson, who's developed uh, as a quarterback. He's been slicing and dicing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm a fan of his, uh, but he's going against Tua and, and that Dolphins offense. They're not on that level, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe in in Miami, uh, even though they're on the road. Uh, you know, Miami on the road, they got to prove it to me. Still, they still got some, some proving to do, but at least they've gotten it done a few times. Um, this is basically on a hunch of I, I don't have the Ravens going and dominating the Niners coming right back six days later and then beating the uh, the, the, the Dolphins as well. That's that's asking a lot. So if they do it, good on them. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the fish uh, just because. All right, from there, Tennessee and Houston, the uh, aforementioned Titans are five and ten and, and out of contention, and the Texans are right there in that dirty, murky uh, AFC South soup at, at eight and seven. Um, and they finally get C.J. Stroud cleared from concussion, so he's expected to return a quarterback today for the Texans. And returns on the other side for the Titans. Mayo Boy 
is expected to be back at quarterback uh, from his ankle injury and just in time because Ryan Tannehill got his one start uh, as a replacement, and ooh, boy, did he mess that up. He got me uh, a cover, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, a cheap he, cover, but it was a cover. He, he messed up that game and lost it just the way uh, I would expect him to, and he lost <laughs> it by th- he lost it by three, not three and a half. So good, good for you for for picking. Thank you. <laughs> uh, these two teams played a couple weeks ago. Houston uh, came down to Nashville and somehow beat them nineteen to sixteen in overtime. They they oh. had no business winning that game. Yeah, no, that was the game I mean, they didn't have C.J. Stroud for. That's right. Case Keenum and the, and the Texans just got to put on the ski mask and stole that game. Titans just did everything they could to find a way to to lose that yeah. one. Um, and this one, Titans are four point underdogs at the Texans. Uh, yeah, I'm still going to take the Texans here. Things are going right for them. They get their, you know, uh, who, what should be, I would guess, uh, favorite for rookie of the year or pretty close to it. Quarterback back in C.J. Stroud. Uh, Titans losing Jeffrey Simmons up front. Not really being yeah. talked about that much, but that usually that's where their stout is against the run. So now they can't stop the run or the pass. Uh, yeah, I'm Houston all day here. I'll take the, the Texans and give the points. So now the Tennessee-Houston Oilers get to come back into Houston. They had the Oilers uniforms on for that right. first game here in Tennessee, and that didn't work out for them very well. I don't think they're going to put the Oilers uniforms back on, but Houston seemed to take that personally uh, with the Oilers thing. So uh, we'll see if they uh, the Titans manage to lose this uh, as well, despite outplaying the Texans last game. They I, don't, I still don't know how they lost that one. But, yeah, C.J. Stroud back. Uh, ready to uh, reestablish himself, and, and who do you think you are? He is, um, and the Titans terrible on the road this year, one and five. So I'm going to concur with you and, and take the uh, the Texans and give the four. Uh, all those games were early. I have no idea why the NFL does this. Uh, there's only three late games. They could have taken two or three of those early games and made them late, but they didn't. So here's the huge docket of late games: Pittsburgh, Seattle, Steelers at eight and seven, and so are the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are a very shaky seven seed right now uh, in the NFC. Uh, so they're trying to hold on. And the Steelers, of course, trying to battle into uh, into the playoff position. Uh, they they got to do it. They got to keep going if they want to get that, that winning season once again for Mike Tomlin, which a couple of weeks it looked like it wasn't going to happen. But here they are once again. Uh, Mason Rudolph, everybody cheer for the Steelers' favorite quarterback because it's certainly not the uh, the guy that he replaced. Uh, he's back under center, uh, but they still don't have their safety, Mika Fitzpatrick, with a knee injury. Uh, for Seattle, they put their safety, uh, Jamal Adams, on injured reserve. So that's a big loss for them. They might get their Shot. cornerback, Devin. Well, he, he does kind of get hurt. They might get their cornerback, Devin Witherspoon, back from a hip injury. Uh, Steelers are the four-point underdog at Seattle. Uh, yeah, I, my feeling on Seattle, or not so much Seattle, because Seattle's been skating the last couple of weeks, and then Pittsburgh – who goes from being terrible to looking amazing last week, um, airing out Cincy. But, uh, yeah, show me that again, Pittsburgh. Do that twice, right? Fool me once, shame on me. No, I'm not taking – you can't get fooled again. I'm not taking uh, I'm not taking the Pittsburgh here, going cross-country up to Seattle. Uh, I'll take Seattle controlling their playoff destiny, uh, getting Geno Smith back, worked out some of the kinks last week pulls off the late victory. I think they handle Pittsburgh here at home. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, 
shame on shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. Well, I'm going to get fooled again. The, the Seahawks have just been kind of finding W's somehow, uh, whether it's uh, Geno or, or Drew Locke. Uh, Steelers have to keep finding W's to clinch Mike Tomlin's winning season and get into the playoffs. And he's, he's got a shot so long as Mitch the Bitch isn't his quarterback. That's why I like the Steelers is because basically anyone but Mitch Trubisky a quarterback, and I like the Steelers a lot more because he is You gave him the old Mitch Webster terrible. name. That's right, Mitch the Bitch. <laughs> There's a throwback. So, yeah, I will take the uh, the Steelers in the, in the four points, and I think they can win the game. Uh, L.A. Clippers and the Denver Broncos. Boy, is there a lot of turmoil in this one. So we got the Clippers at 5-10. <laughs> got the, the Clippers with their backup or new interim coach. Uh, what, what the hell is his name? Biff? Jiff? Something or other? I don't uh, know. Boy, oh, howdy. Jared Stidham and Houston <laughs> sick. The world hates us. Uh, no, the, if the world hated us, we'd have to like attend this game and, and report on it or something. Oh, so. can you imagine having tickets to this? Ugh, uh, I, I would stay I bet home, you they're right? on StubHub for a nickel. <laughs> right, but I was about to say about $2.50. Yeah, uh, take the whole family game. to the game for 10 bucks. <laughs> and in addition to that, the Clippers don't have Keenan Allen. They don't have Josh Palmer. He's dumplings. They won't have Ugh. Joey Bosa rushing the, the passer. He's got a foot injury. Uh, and then on the Broncos side, the 7-8 and eight Broncos let Jared Stidham cook, <laughs> as you just mentioned, instead of Russ. Uh, and he'll have to do it without Cortland Sutton, who's dumplings. Um, and they might have uh, might not have uh, Marvin Mims in the receiver core, but I think they're going to have Jerry Judy. But is that a win to, if you actually have Jerry Judy? Because the way he's been playing, you might want him off the field too. Cause he's been a, a minus uh, for the Broncos. These two teams played uh, a few weeks ago in Week 14. Denver went to SoFi and beat them 24 to seven as the Broncos de-stifled uh, the moribund Chargers. That's the game that Justin Herbert busted his finger. Uh, so that's partially why we have such a scintillating quarterback matchup here. Um, I don't even know how you set a line for it, but they said it at Clippers plus three and a half at the Broncos. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, somehow <laughs> the Clippers get the extra half point. Sure. I'll take them. I mean, that the, the, the dysfunction junction bowl being played here. So I, I really don't care about this game. We pick them all having, a, having the hook. That's enticing enough for me. I'll, I'll take the Clipper chargers. Yeah, I, I concur. Uh, it, it, at least the Chargers are playing for their interim coach. That They're was trying. an unbelievable yeah. effort they put forward Saturday night uh, against yeah. the Bills. Like I, I didn't. I, I was like, who is that team? Who are those guys? I did not notice them at all. Um, I didn't recognize them from earlier in the season at all. So yeah, I'll take maybe the, Brandon the Staley was the problem. Maybe they were happy to be playing for someone other than Balls of Staley. Maybe. Uh, here's the game that was supposed to be the big main event of the afternoon. That's why they're isolated. But it, as it turned out in the year of mash, uh, one of the big components is, is not going to be there. So yeah. Cincinnati, Kansas city, Bengals are still eight and seven, still fighting. Uh, and the chiefs nine and six They're they're fighting, but they're more like fighting to get from drowning They're They're almost underwater, uh, the way they've been playing. Uh, yeah, no, uh, of course, uh, Joe Burrow at quarterback for the Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase uh, has missed the last couple of games. He's trying to get at the Chiefs. He's talking his trash, so he's sounding like he's going to come back for this game uh, and, and calling the Chiefs names uh, in, in social media and whatnot. Um, he's got limited range in his shoulders, so just keep that in mind, folks. If you do, if you want to use Jamar Chase in DFS, uh, he, he might not be anywhere near 
the uh, Jamar Chase that you're used to. Um, as far as the Chiefs, uh, running back Isaiah Pacheco gets clearance from being dumpling, so he's going to play. Uh, Kadarius Tony is down again with a, a hip. He's got a mm-hmm. hip. Yeah. That, that, that's what the injury report says. It doesn't necessarily say that Patrick Mahomes didn't come into his room in the night and smash his hip with a hammer. It doesn't say that specifically. It was, the, it was the code red. Yeah. It was the code red. <laughs> we know what happened. It doesn't say that Colonel Jessup did not order the code red. So it just says hip. So that's what we're going with because that's all the injury report says. Uh, the Chiefs clinch uh, with a win or a Vegas loss. Uh, and this one, the Bengals are big six-and-a-half-point dogs at the Chiefs. I'm still going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. Uh, they, they have to, right? But, but last week we saw sort of the dark side of the what you call the, the, the wild geometry, you know, the crazy geometry of the Andy Reid offense. They got a little too cute for their own good. You can do all those things and scheme up all this stuff, but if you don't have the horses to run that stuff, you should not be trying direct snaps of the running back, trying to hand it back off to the quarterback at your own two-yard mm. line. Probably not a good idea. Just go out there and be better than the other team. I, I hope that's what they do. Stop trying to be so cute because that just – you know what that's – you know what that smells like? Desperation. Desperation, indeed. Desperation. Um, <laughs> that is what it smells like. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Chiefs here to maybe just get back to some basics, be the better team, get a touchdown cover. I'm hoping. You know, it, it's hard to see a Chiefs cover after uh, another Murphy's Law game like that. Yeah. Just everything went wrong that could possibly go wrong. You Turnover for a touchdown, immediately come back, another turnover. Yeah, they have two defensive touchdowns in seven yeah. seconds. Immediately. Mm. Um, even if they take down the Bengals, there's a lot to worry about. But, you know, uh, I, I'm, 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 I don't like Chase poking the bear like that. I, I you know, Patrick Mahomes is doing everything he can to, to carry yeah. this team. He, he's, he's got the bad news bears right now, and he's just trying to – I don't blame him for trying trick plays and whatnot because regular stuff isn't working at all with these guys. So, uh, But I don't think Andy Reid is trying nearly as, as much creativity as he would if he did have the horses. That was just one thing that he decided to pull out, and, yeah, it definitely uh, did not work for him at all. Yeah, but the, the white mouse exploded. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he's desperate. He doesn't quite know what to do. And, and like I said, Patrick Mahomes has got this look on his face of desperation. He's got the, the Rodney Dangerfield look. Like, ah, I don't know what's going on. I don't get any Yeah, respect. he really does have the look of this. Like, he has, like, he doesn't really know what's happening. Like, he hasn't had to deal with this, you know? Exactly. He's got the Steph Curry going. When when things go wrong, he doesn't know what to do because things always go right. So he's just, he has no idea. Just hopefully he doesn't fling his mouthpiece into the crowd and hit somebody with it. Um. I'm going to go with the Chiefs with you. Uh, like I said, I don't like Jamar Chase poking the bear. I can see them yeah. uh, even maybe taking cheap shots at him and just completely shutting him down and making uh, Browning beat them by himself, and, and I don't see that happening. So I'm, I'm going to concur and take the Chiefs. There's also a world where you see Jamar Chase going for like 230. You know, I, I suppose it's possible. Um, if he had Burrow, I'd be a lot more scared of him talking this talking right. this song. He's talking like he's got Burrow back there with him. Like, well, the, dude. the Jake Browning thing, the, 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 all of these like you know hot flash, quick start backup quarterbacks have all sort of you know fizzled out, and Browning is no different. So you know yeah. we saw it with Dobbs, we saw it with uh, Danny DeVito, now we're seeing it with Browning. So all these guys, they shot out like a cannon, and then the league figured them out, and oh, it got ugly quick. 
Right, and DeVito thing was really funny because he uh, Dable started out like he didn't trust him at all. Like, okay, you throw nothing but in the flat and check down, nothing right. else. And then as he got his, his confidence, he let him expand a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, look at this kid. And then once the the league figured it out, I was like, okay, let, let's shut this shit down right here. Yeah, let's just put so. Tyrod Taylor back in there. <laughs> so, yeah, Browning was, was, had some games. He had some real yeah. good games. That's absolutely. Uh, but but the way Chase is talking, it's like he's got Burrow backing him up at it. No, you, you don't have Burrow. You, you, you really don't. And then they'll find that out uh, later today. Uh, no Monday night action. We had the the Saturday night edition of oh, Monday night football. Oh, it was football. so infuriating. We were out at dinner last night uh, <laughs> with some friends, and I'm looking up at the screen, and it says Monday night football, and for a moment, <laughs> the rain broke. I was like, wait, 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 what? Wait a minute. No, 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 is, is no, 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 no. What? <laughs> no, it's Saturday. Oh, I gotta gotta uphold the brand. Of course, always, always but, respect the brand. Yeah. It actually broke my brain for about a half a minute. Uh, as, as I can tell you, as a, as a senior, respect your elders. Uh, it yeah, doesn't get like any easier. Something? We get older. You know, things happen and you go, what? what? What did I see? What What just happened? <coughs> I, I had several of those moments uh, at the Liberty Bowl Friday, um, which I'll, I might talk about later, but might not. Anyway. Uh, so because there's no Monday night game, the Sunday night game is the uh, the end of the week uh, of, of week 17. Um, yeah. So I guess they're reserving Monday nights for, uh, for college football so they can have all the spotlight. So that's gracious of the NFL, I guess. In any event, the Sunday night matchup, uh, NFC North action Packers visiting the Vikings, uh, both teams at seven and eight. Uh, Packers, once again, will not have Christian Watson with his hammy injury. That's getting to be the uh, the update du jour every week. Uh, but they hope to get Jaden Reed back uh, at receiver uh, from his injuries. Uh, for Minnesota, more quarterback issues. Jaron Hall is your QB1 now. Uh, as as Kevin uh, O'Donnell uh, has his head spin around trying to figure out who his quarterback is going to be. Um, he might not have Jordan Addison, who uh, has an ankle injury. Uh, basically a pick Packers are plus one at the Vikings. Yeah, uh, this line has actually moved a full point since I picked it yesterday morning when it was Minnesota minus two. Well, I, I had Minnesota minus two, and I'll take Minnesota here minus one. Too many injuries for the Packers. Also, they lose Eric Stokes, and then they also lose Jair Alexander in the wildest possible way. <laughs> so many injuries on the offense. Uh, I still think that's too tall of a task to ask them with that many missing pieces to go into Minnesota and get away with a win, I think Minnesota will win a close one here. So I'll take Minnesota maybe by a field goal. I'll, I'll, I'll give the point. Uh, Vikings were impressive uh, week eight at Lambeau, knocked them off 24 to 10. Yeah. Uh, of course, that was a game. Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. That kind of helps uh. Uh, when you have your starting quarterback go down. Yeah. Uh, for, for this one, yeah, Vikes could crush pack uh, with those weapons that they have out there. When you talk about Addison and, and, Justin Jefferson, whatnot. Uh, they're trusting a random Allen rookie in desperation uh, with that, yeah, no, with that weaponry. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with the pack uh, to, to knock them off and get revenge for, for week eight. Basically why it's a pick them. So. Yeah. Uh, so that was our picks. Um, I never did count them up on the blog because that's how tired I was last night. I just picked the picks up and, and <laughs> yeah, shut it didn't down. Yeah, change any of mine. So actually a couple right. of them I felt better about. Okay. I know there's at least one where you had the favorite minus three and it went to three and a half when I looked at it. So I think that was a Baltimore one. 
Yes. But you're going you're gonna to stick with the Ravens. Uh, so that it was one, two, three. No, I feel like Baltimore wins by like ten four. here. Um, okay, if they do, like I said, they're they're the definite Super Bowl favorites uh, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean the Dolphins uh, went and won some games on the road, but they beat bums. I mean we were like, yay, yeah. Dolphins, <laughs> you, you know, right? I mean, oh, you beat the oh, yeah. Jets. Oh yeah. Um, so I, 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 this is a different animal. You're just going in to play Baltimore, um, playing for something. Yeah, this isn't the same, you know, oh, good, you guys went to Arizona or something. Yeah, no. Uh, looks like we're different on six, by the way. Um, okay. it, is a diff- it is a different animal. And we animal tied again last week, didn't we? <laughs> we sure did. I, I talked about that before you, you came on your own show. Four weeks um, in a row? Uh, three. Three, three, three weeks, weeks in a row. We've had the exact same record. That is pretty wild. And yeah. I'm one up to start the week. Uh, that you are, thanks to Thursday Joe night. Joe Flacco, baby. You know, I, I would eventually I'll learn my own uh, lessons uh, to go with the the home teams on those short Thursday night games the later the season goes. That used to be your move. Yeah, those teams don't want to play when they go when they travel. You know, three days after they just play the game, they got to travel and play another. Yeah. game. they don't want to be out there. The well, especially if you're going to play a, a good team, and the Browns, I would say right now, qualify as a good team. Yeah, they are definitely a good team. Uh, yeah, the Jets didn't want to be there. The Saints didn't want to be there the week before, and I picked the Saints. The yeah. Chargers clearly didn't want to be there week 15. They gave up 63, but at least I picked the Rams on that one, and, and you did too. Could you oh, imagine? So. If, imagine that, no, that's, what, that's the one you would have locked up for the Chargers. <laughs> the way your locks have been going lately. You've been in lock free fall here. I've been in lock hell. Uh have now clinched the lock. How many were you up on me? You were up, what, three on me at one yeah, point? Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, now um, we're dead I, even, so. Week 14 was my last uh, lock that I got correct. The That, that Eagles-Philly one that I locked up six weeks before. Um, oh, haven't, right. haven't hit one since, so. Okay. Now, I was going to say about the uh, the Ravens, that it, it, it definitely is a different animal for the Dolphins, but it's also one of those things where the Ravens might kind of think a little too much of themselves at home because remember they've given up some big points at home uh, to teams yeah. you wouldn't necessarily expect uh, so that, that might be one of those situations where they the, the Ravens get back from that Niners game and thinking yeah we bad we can take anybody and, and Dolphins come in and, and show them a whole new level like I said that's just, the two worst offenses to, to, to play against I'm just surprised that that did not get flexed um, none of them None of no. these games uh, could have. They have the option, but mm-hmm. um, that's clearly the best game of the week, and it's just sitting right in there in the noon position. So, in a crowded noon position, right? With all the other twenty-five games they have at noon, yeah. this is weird. <laughs> so I, I've got—I probably got myself a good fifteen, twenty minutes left here. So if we want to do uh, some rapid-fire awards, um, we can do that. Turbo Week Fifteen Awards. Uh, week 16 awards, rather. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I did my best uh, for week 16 earlier in the show, and I talked about uh, Amari Evan Cooper. I don't have to go on about that. So uh, you can give your best of week 16. And I'm glad you did that one because I was going to. Who do you think you are? I am. We've talked about it enough on this show. You even played their drop, but not in a good way. It was no. the Baltimore Ravens last week. Yeah. I, I mean – that to me was the best going. You don't go out to San Francisco 
and and do that to that team and and not get a, a best of the week shout out here, you know, going into San Francisco and uh, in prime time beating that team by two touchdowns, and it took some garbage time play from was that was that Sam Darnold uh, <laughs> getting the garbage time touchdown for them just to start to even make that thing look a little bit closer and give them a little bit of hope. Uh, Brock Purdy, some ugly throws, a couple of deflected balls, but four picks. So apparently he's trash now again. Um, Terrible. But yeah, Baltimore Ravens uh, absolutely manhandled a team in a way that we didn't think could be manhandled. So to me, that best of the week. Okay. Uh, Can't really argue with that. I'll have a, award for that game a little later. Um, you actually had the uh, option, once again, since we keep tying every week. I know, I keep you... getting the otters because we, we keep tying, so I guess that's me for worst of the week now. Uh, it's this Russell Wilson saga. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people coming down against Sean Payton on this one for the treatment of Russell Wilson, and I have to say it's it's pretty bad uh, going to the quarterback, telling him if he doesn't restructure his contract that they're going to bench him, but that makes him play through that situation. Get, they get a bunch of wins in a row, and then they just bench him anyways, and the word now is that they're going to cut him because it's a salary dump, and he doesn't want to restructure his, his injury, settle him. It, the whole thing's a mess. Sean Payton losing a lot of respect. Um yeah, imagine them in free agency. What's that going to look like? Uh, Broncos are a mess. That was a terrible contract and trade when it happened. We called that out on this show. Uh, Seattle, big winners there. Uh, but this whole sort of saga, all of this coming to the surface, and then the benching of, of completely healthy Russell Wilson. Apparently, Jarrett Stidham gives them the best chance to win. Uh, hmm. That whole situation is my worst of the week. Yeah, come on to Denver. You can trust me. I'll have your best interests at heart. Really, I will. Uh-huh. Struggling. Yep, turn off the grill. No more cooking in Denver for Russ. Uh, one too many games with odd decisions for Sean Payton to stomach. One too many big deficits uh, to overcome to teams you should be throttling. Now, likely no playoffs. They're actually technically still not out of the playoffs yet. Right, every team which is, is still... so wild. Yeah, every team that's eligible for the playoffs, raise your hand. Basically, it's all the teams except for like eight of them. Uh, so no reason to risk $37 million guaranteed if Russ gets hurt the next two games. So Jared Stidham cooks. Yeah, it, it's it's crappy. It's terrible. Uh, if Jared Stidham is cooking, I'm I'm not in that restaurant. I'm leaving that restaurant. I'm going to McDonald's. I'm out of there. Uh, you, uh, you wanted Denver, but the shooting pain in your hand made you pick New England for last week's game. Yes! That, that's some good instinct out of you, man. Woo! <laughs> Were we both on that one last week? Uh, did I have the Patriots? I think you yes, did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I said, and, I was like, oh, man, I really, yeah, I went back and I listened to the shows. Yeah, talking about how it was like, it physically made me ill when I started mm-hmm. trying to type Denver in it. I just couldn't, can't do it. Yeah, so. Yeah. And it gets even weirder. Big comeback, big rally by Russ to tie that game up. Yeah. Before the, the Broncos D gives in. Unless the Patriots win the game. So we got to bench Russell Wilson. That makes perfect it's sense. It's clearly his yeah. fault. Always. Always. Always his fault. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, had, I got my struggling in for, for that particular game. Okay. Uh, but I still have to get my worst in. The Jacksonville Jaguars left a reindeer-sized herd in the middle of Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. That team uh, was the you – know, I don't understand that team. They, they're so bad. That, that was the road favorite. 
The Jaguars were the road favorite in that game. We were not buying that at all. <laughs> no. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked like he never should have played. But again, he's been he's, 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 he's trying to be the Iron Man. He never missed a game before this week. Uh, I get it. He's trying to be the, the strong guy for, and the leader for his team. He had two interceptions and a fumble, down 20 to nothing, turned into a touchdown. Travis Etienne, no help in the run game, uh, six carries for 12 yards. Uh, Lawrence gets benched eventually. He, quote-unquote, hurt his shoulder. Uh, there were a lot of teams uh, this weekend um, celebrating, looking forward to the playoffs, and not the Jags. because They've lost four in a row, and they're barely ahead of Indy and Houston in the uh, AFC South. And the Jags were the worst of the week to me because they look like crap. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's an understatement. They were bad. Uh, they were definitely bad. Okay, you're uh, smartest of the week. For one week, I'm going to give this to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, decided that, hey, we actually have deep threat, go get them, wide receiver talent, George Pickens. They get Mason Rudolph in there, and he does his, he does his best Joe Flacco impersonation and just chuck it deep. And you know what? Right sometimes, sometimes that works. Uh, better than this, you know, two-yard A dot, whatever the hell they were doing with, uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Smallhands. So they put Mason Rudolph in there. Hey, we've got nothing to lose. Let's use these weapons that we have on the outside, and it worked. So, of course, it also worked against the Bengals, who we haven't really talked about much this year, but they have one of the worst pass defenses in the <laughs> league. Um, but for one week, it was a smart move. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Chad his name, Yenzer. Clap up some Mason Rudolph. Uh, I concur. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I even had and I even had the same point of Mason Rudolph uh, goes to the Joe Flacco QB school of put it up. We don't rehearse and, and these shows, just people. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, no, we did it on purpose. We we had the same uh, award, so just you, we can move you along quicker because you got to go to work. Hi. Uh, you're you're worst of, of week sixteen. Bob, uh, I stupidest. Uh. Oh, your dumbest. I'm sorry. My dumbest of week 16. <laughs> I'm giving this to the Houston Texans, who decided that mm. we're we're fighting for a playoff spot. We're 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 a grindy team. We've got this rookie of the year contender quarterback. Do you know what we need? We need headhunter Kareem Jackson, <laughs> who has gotten himself suspended multiple times this season for trying to KTFO the other team. He's probably the dirtiest player in the league. It's documented. And the Houston Texans decided that we needed to bring that guy into the locker room. Uh, Houston Texans, what are you doing? <laughs> no! Uh, maybe Domingo Ryan's is being the, uh, the, the the resurrector guy. I'll, I'll resurrect him. I'll, I'll just, re- why don't they just sign Demonte Casey, too? They just, <laughs> you know, you just dog walk the other team down the field on 15-yard penalties. I'll rehabilitate him. He'll, he'll, he'll be okay under me. Sure. Sure. <laughs> My dumbest of the week uh, got to be the Dallas Cowboys getting to the goal line and of all the firepower in their offense, <laughs> CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Tony Pollard, yeah. Dak himself. Now they're going to hand off to little used fullback Hunter Lupke, who fumbled the exchange and the Dolphins yeah. re- uh, recovered the fumble. We knew it was a play-calling mismatch between Mike McCarthy and Mike McDaniel, but that took the cake. Like, what the hell Uh, are you doing? This was my letdown of the week. It was worse (laughs) than that. Dallas goes into Miami. This is their opening drive. Yeah. 73 (laughs) yards. 
7 minutes, 43 seconds time of possession. They were denied a touchdown because of a play I've never seen where Tony Pollard have, had all of his body in the end zone, but not the football, <laughs> right. which I've never seen. Like, there was more of Tony Pollard in the end zone, but none of the football. And then on the very next play, they do this, we're smarter than you kind of play, give the ball to the seldom used player, and he fumbles it back to the Dolphins, and it was game over. Yeah. I knew at that moment it was game over. I, I, I honestly, at that point, you went on that drive, did all of that, and you, you zero. Mm-hmm. First and goal, nothing. So, you know, it, man. Uh, that's, cow, that's Cowboys football. That's, that's the Cowboys. That's and that, that was, that's, so that was my letdown of the week. Right. Yeah, opening drive all the way to the half-yard line before fumbling. Yeah, I guess uh, Pollard was trying to back the ball in and, and didn't work yeah, out for whatever. it. Whatever. Half the first quarter. <laughs> half the first quarter. They had the football. I mean, they did what they wanted to do. They controlled the light of scrimmage. They just pounded Miami all the way down the field. And it's like, whoa, these Cowboys, they're, they're just taking it right to them. And then, whoop, <laughs> get right back. Here, Game take over. the ball. We don't want it. We don't well, want it. I mean, and and Dallas, uh, despite and we both refusing, had Dallas in that game. Yeah, uh, despite the, they refused to block Bradley Chubb rushing uh, Dak quarter, uh, rushing the quarterback Dak Prescott. Despite yeah. that, Dak put together the go ahead drive to take the he lead did. in that game. Very calm, controlled response drive by Miami to set up the game winning field goal by the actual game MVP Jason Sanders, who had five field goals. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Dallas played very well, but just to, just enough mistakes to lose, and that, in a nutshell, is Dallas Cowboys football. So that was my letdown of the week. Yep. Uh, is that uh, so? I haven't done my dumbest. Is that where? Uh, no, that was my dumbest. I'm sorry. And that was that was your dumbest. dumbest. So I have to give my surprise, which was hey, Danny DeVito, he sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> Already? We want to give. Hey, yeah, what happened? We want we want to give all of our uh, you know Godfather Sopranos memes <laughs> to Danny DeVito here. Well, he 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 got his season sunk. They they put the they they tied the cinder blocks around his ankles and threw him into the Hudson River. Uh, that was quick. The monopoly couldn't refuse. They said that was really quick. So yeah, I'd stay away from toll booths, son. <laughs> Swiss cheese. That that, <laughs> that might be the so one was, lasting image from watching the Godfather. Like the talk of the, he went from talk of the town yeah. to just get you out. Know, we don't Sit say his down. name anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the one lasting image from watching The Godfather is that, that dude got to the toll booth and they yeah. put every hole they could he, find into He there. got ventilated. Oh my goodness. That is that was that was Tommy DeVito. That's him trying to cross <laughs> the bridge to get to the game now, you know? Uh so my surprise, I really believe that if the Monday night main event was played straight by both teams that the uh, and you talked about it a little bit earlier that the Niners would roll out that record pace in yards per play uh, and, and that they, they're putting that out every week and they would eventually overwhelm the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, if you remember, I, that's how I called it. I said I think it's going to be a little chippy. Right. Um, you said the Ravens need to ugly the game up. Yeah, I thought they were going to sort of thug it up and, and pull it out that way. They played completely clean and they just beat them. They just beat the Forty Niners bad. Uh, I was. Not only was I surprised by how Baltimore uh, TKO'd them cleanly, uh, but but how simple they made it look. Like they, it wasn't even really difficult. Uh, incredible quick twitch reaction skills on all those interceptions of Brock Purdy. They were just 
Purdy was throwing the ball on time. They were just there. They were just there before the ball uh, got there. Uh, they were ready to make a statement, and they did it. Uh, they were poised. They were smart. They were strong. Niners were just outclassed on this night. Lamar was right to downplay the Super Bowl preview because it's just one game, um, and they focused on that one game. Baltimore didn't fight. They didn't dirty it up. They didn't play uh, dirty at all. They played great and smart, and I was very surprised by it, but I guess I shouldn't be as much as we praise uh, John Harbaugh. They were well-prepared. They were well-coached, uh, and they executed a, a great game plan, and uh, I was so surprised by it, but I was also very proud of the Ravens for, for doing it the right way. Yeah, I was on that one. I, I wasn't worried about them uglying the game up. I thought that the Ravens were just quietly one of these, you know, they, they were right where they needed to be. You know, like they had the Niners where they wanted them, you know, and here they come in there. Not a lot of fanfare, even though everybody said it was the best game of the week. I think it was universally accepted that, oh, the Niners are just going to stick it to these guys at home. And Baltimore did not get the memo. No, no, they didn't. So good on them. Uh, so you did your letdown. I did so my letdown. So what let you down? Uh, what do we bring up uh, that that Chiefs game? What one of us gave an award already for the Raiders Chiefs game? I think. Uh, but that was my letdown because I've never seen more bobbles, more loose balls. Uh, yeah. No, no rain, no snow. A game with no precipitation. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling managed to get off sides as a tribute to Kadarius Tony. You know, he's Tony's not there, so somebody had to step in and draw an offensive offside penalty, and it was MVS. Uh, I, the last lead the Chiefs saw over the Raiders was seven to three. Yeah, and I, Isaiah Pacheco had a direct snap fumble at that point, picked up by Bilal Nichols for a walk-in touchdown. Okay, Raiders got the lead. Kickoff. Next play after kickoff. Pat Mahomes doesn't see cornerback Jack Jones right to him for pick six. 14 points in seven seconds. What are we doing? This is the Can- this is the world champion Kansas City Chiefs? That's why I had to break out the yakety sack, because they look like a complete clown show out there. Like, what in the hell are we doing? Uh, I-, I was just flabbergasted by that. They, they had a long-ass drive before the, uh, the half to- just to get three points up. Um, and then Harrison Butker hoops the field goal from 36, so they don't even get the three. Just a clown show. They're, they're so screwed up right now. So that was my letdown. The, the Kansas well, City Chiefs don't know what they're doing. I'll tell you what. You can stop playing the Benny Hill and say everything that you just said, except give me yep. some Joe. Uh, struggling. The Kansas City Chiefs are struggling. We uh, there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, I guess Kadarius Tony isn't the problem. <laughs> I mean, I understand he's hurt, you know, he's one of them. hurt. Uh, but yeah, he's part of it. But we talked about it already, and I gave my basically gave in the first part of the show everything I was going to say here about how they look desperate. The play calling is getting just a little too fancy and a little too cute, um, and, and they go out against a team that they should have just easily handled. And once it, once they gave up that pick six, once the second defensive, it was over. Yeah. I, I, they completely turtled after that. And I have never seen a Chiefs team get down and look down. And they got down and stayed down. And that just that doesn't happen. I don't know who they are right now. They are struggling. Like I said, they battle like hell to, before the half just to get in field goal range, just yeah. to get something, and then the, the, the kicker hooks that. So it's like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah. But I – 
you know, down two touchdowns is they do it all the time, and they make a game out of it, or they come back, or you know, they they were down two touchdowns against the Raiders the first time and won by like twenty. Right. So it's familiar territory for them, but they just after the pick six, like you said it, Mahomes just looks different. Like that confidence is gone. He's like, what? Right now. What is going on out here? He's yeah, like, like he has what, no what do idea. I have to, what do I have to do? Uh, like they are, they are in a world of hurt right now. And this is week seventeen. You can do this in week six. You cannot do this going into the playoffs. Uh, chances yeah. are pretty good they're going to be hosting a playoff game. I doubt that the don't think that the Raiders are going to win the division because they still are mathematically not they eliminated. Still can. They still there. Still a chance. <laughs> but uh, I, the Raiders are going to win the division. So. But the Chiefs, even getting that first playoff home game, they're not going to have home field. That I don't believe they're even in contention for that anymore. So they're going to most likely have to go on the road somewhere here in the playoffs, which isn't normal for them lately. Um, no. and, and even hosting one of these wild card teams, because if Buffalo or Cleveland or one of these teams roll in there, mm, it's hard for me to want to take the Chiefs. For a team that's usually sitting at home uh, in wild card weekend, they're going to have to fight for everything now, and I have zero faith in this team. They are struggling. Right. right. Pat's got basically two weeks to show me personally that he can lead this, this group of guys to anything resembling yeah. a, a, a cohesive offense. And if he doesn't, there's no way in hell I'm picking him in the playoffs. No way. And we're not used to seeing them play in, in the last week of the season, and we might have to next week. That's right. They they're usually got everything sewed up by now, but, man, the, the way they're playing, uh uh Yeah, so that was my struggling – and I gave my struggling uh, with Russ, uh, no more cooking for Russ, which means it's time for you to give your Danielle. I'm giving this one to uh, Jair Alexander <laughs> and the Green Bay Packers uh, saga with the coin toss. I, I, I guess we're agreeing on this one. one. Yeah. I still yeah. don't know what the hell happened. What's going on with that? He goes out for the coin toss. He's not a captain. He wasn't even supposed to be out there. Almost screws up the coin toss. No, he did. They, he didn't almost screw it up. He did. Yeah, he did. And well, they and the rest then, gave him a break. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he did. That's why I said up. almost. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't go all the way through. It didn't come to fruition. Um, and then they suspend him for a game. Conduct, <laughs> conduct detrimental to the team. Uh, your best cornerback. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Not just a fine. They actually just suspended him for for because he's from Pitt. He's from uh, Carolina, so he, that's like his home area, Charlotte. And he wanted to go out there and, and you know and represent, but he's a little 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 <laughs> too much gusto there, Jair. Just have yourself a seat. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, you said it. That's, that's basically the uh, the situation. For those who didn't know, he. Uh, he didn't wait for Green Bay to name him as a team captain for their game in his hometown, right. Charlotte. He bestowed it upon himself, basically. <laughs> Promoted himself. Yeah. Went out for the coin toss with the actual captains. And when they won the toss, he actually yelled out, defense, instead of uh, deferring the choice. And only because the game officials uh, took mercy on his stupid ass and allowed him to be corrected and change it to defer – uh, did it not cost the pack? Because again, if you uh, for well for those who don't know, if you call defense after winning the coin toss, that means you're giving the other team the right to choose the second half because you chose the first half. You chose defense. That doesn't mean right. the offense gets it automatically for the second half. That means you gave up the choice of the second half 
to the other team, which means they can take offense <laughs> again in the second half and put your ass on defense twice. Yeah. So you don't do that. But he was so hyped up to get to Charlotte. That's what he did. Uh, just a dumbass series of decisions by Alexander, all of which had to leave Matt LaFleur saying, what the fuck was that? And also, in addition to that, what kind of organization is that that lets somebody run out on the field as not a captain and call the coin toss and call what you want to – what kind of team does that? <laughs> That, so that's a what the fuck on the never, Packers as well as Jair Alexander. Hey, we give it long enough, you'll see something you've never seen before. So, watching football for forty something years, <sighs> and it feels like there's about ten things we've seen this year that we've never seen in all of our watches. It's just so hilarious to me that we, you know, every week now for the last several weeks, there's easily three things, four things <laughs> that we just agree on, straight up. Oh yeah, uh, or we just have them <laughs> in different categories. So. But that one huh. was obviously what the fuck. All right, you got to well, go. I, I do. I'm glad I was able to get in, uh, but I need to hit the showers so I can drive in the ice this morning. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, we we had a little ice uh, and a little mixed in snow. So it's gonna, kind of a bit. We've been lucky so far. It's been a very, yeah. very clean winter so far. So there's all sorts of fatal accidents out there this morning. So I'm going to. Leave a little early, take my time, stick to the back roads, uh, you know, and uh, try to get to work safely this morning here. So I yes. am going to uh, get going here, and glad I made it in. I'm very glad you made it in, too. Stay safe. Happy New Year. All right. Happy New Year. All right. That is Jay, a co-host of the show who made it on despite me not inviting him onto the show. Uh, and, and really, that he did it because I promise you his wife didn't know that I was doing the show. It's just that I send it out on Facebook and on Twitter uh, when I do uh, start a show. Every time I start a show live, I send it out on Facebook and Twitter. And I'm sure his wife saw that on Facebook, like, um, your, your, your show is happening right now and you're not on it. And, and again, I explained why I did it without him because he told me, he texted me last night, he's got to work today. So I thought he was already there at work. Um, when I decided to give it a shot this morning at uh, at eight in the morning central time, and the website actually shocked me and worked, um, and so I was able to start the show and I was going to do the whole hour by myself, but uh, he saw that I was on, his wife saw that I was on, and he jumped on, and we actually uh, got our own our our whole show in uh, with the picks and also with the uh, the awards for last week. So somehow, magically, amazingly, we keep the streak alive of. Uh, making all of our shows uh, in the 11 years that we've been doing this pod, this podcast. That's what had, had us so upset last week, uh, because last week we had a show scheduled for like 9 o'clock Central Saturday night. Couldn't get in, couldn't connect. Same issues with the, with the website, would not let us connect. And then I rescheduled the show for 10 o'clock an hour later just to see if it would work. And if it wasn't going to work, I was going to shut it down and delete the show and Shrug my shoulders and say, "Hey, we tried, but we we couldn't we couldn't make our show. It's not our fault." And at the last second, at uh, nine fifty nine and fifty nine seconds, it, it connected and it let me on, and that's when he got on last week. So we we tried that last night. We we thought that uh, just keep trying, just keep trying to connect, even though you know it's not letting us connect. Uh, the show is live, but we're not connected. It's, it's giving us a message that says waiting for host, which pissed me off because I'm like, I am the host and I'm trying to connect, and it won't let me connect. Uh, so we just kept it. We both kept trying. He was trying on guest, the guest uh, call in and also as, as a host. I was trying as a guest call in and also as a host. Uh, 
And on the phone, there's a way to host the show from the phone uh, if you can't do it on the computer. That phone number wasn't working. It was hang, it was hanging up immediately. Well, not immediately, maybe 10 seconds of dead air, and then it would hang up. But we were trying. We were trying like hell last night, 10 p.m. Central, all the way probably past 11 because it was scheduled for a two-hour show. We just kept trying and kept trying. It wouldn't connect. Finally, we gave up. And he emailed me his pics, and I put the pics up on the blog, and I went to bed. And then I woke up this morning. I didn't know if I was going to try again one last time this morning, but uh, I just kind of had a rush of energy or adrenaline. Like, okay, what the hell? Let me give it a try. And I scheduled a show for eight this morning. And I tried to connect as a host. And immediately the first time I tried, it put me right through. And I'm like, of course it does. Of course it does. Um, and like I said, I would have let Jay know. I would have texted him or given him a, a chance, except he, he texted me last night that we couldn't do a Sunday show because he had to work. So I didn't want to bother him. I didn't want to, uh, you know, I, I, in my mind, I, I would be texting him while he was going to work or while he was already at work talking about, hey, the show is live. And he would be like, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm at work. I told you I had to work. So I, that was just me trying not to, to bug him. Uh, but he happened to be home and he got breakfast served during the show and we were able to get all our stuff in and everything worked out. We we continue our streak of making every show. I don't know if it's going to work out next week. Week 18, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know uh, how exactly that. We didn't get a chance to talk about that either. That The NFL scheduling, they keep screwing around and they never put week 18. They never say that there's Saturday games. They make it seem like when they – release the schedule that all the uh, week 18 games are all going to be Sunday. And then they just got to flex something to Sunday night as the last game of the season. Well, no, they, they're going to have two more Saturday night games for week 18. They just don't say that when they release the schedules. But I was noticing that during the advertisements last night during the Cowboys game, that there's going to be two more games, uh, two more Saturday games next week for week 18. They just uh, hadn't said what they are yet, but uh, we were thinking, do the game, do the show Sunday morning for week 18 with all the games in front of us uh, for the last week of the year. But no, not all the games are going to be in front of us. It's going to be Saturday games. So once again, we're going to have the option of doing a, a Friday night show to get the uh, Saturday picks in. And if we don't, we'll just have to do what we've been doing, which is tweeting out the uh, Saturday picks. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you get our Saturday picks. Uh, we, we just don't do it on the show because we've had, uh, you know, scheduling situations, life situations where we can't do a Friday show and therefore we can't do the Saturday picks on the show. We have to tweet them out. But uh, I'm at IMLD Dre. Jason is at IMLD JTG on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck. Uh, you know what it is. It's Twitter. It's, you know, the, the retard running the site is calling it X, but it's actually Twitter. Um, so you get our picks on Twitter for Saturday if we don't do a Friday show. But it's just weird how they do the scheduling. They they kind of always fool me every year into thinking that all of the Week 18 games are going to be all on Sunday. No, there's going to be some on on Saturday. Um, maybe I, I feel like they have done that. I feel like there's been Week 18s, Week 17s in the past that all the games have been on Sunday. They haven't had a Saturday game or a Saturday schedule. And now I'm going to go back to last year. And see exactly how they did it. Because, I, again, I feel like there have been Week 18s where there's been uh, all the games were on uh, 
or on on Sunday. All right, a couple years ago. No, I don't want to look at that. I'm 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 trying to go back to my old uh, spreadsheets with all the picks on them. But uh, the the one I opened from a couple years ago is not complete. It's uh, it's on a different drive. It went up to week seven and then stopped. All right, there's last year's. This is what I actually was looking for was uh, last year's spreadsheet. I know this is uh, exciting for everybody who's still listening to the after show. Okay, last year there was one. Yeah, there were two games on we on Saturday for for week eighteen. Chiefs Raiders followed by Titans Jags. Okay, so last year they did that. So they, I'm sure I thought last year that they were all going to be uh, on Sunday. So yeah, this is a thing they do. They 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 always mess me up by by scheduling. Saturday games for week 18, even though when they release the schedule, it looks like all the games are going to be on Sunday, but they're not. All right, two years ago, yeah, they did the same thing. Two games on Saturday. Chiefs, uh, Broncos, uh, followed by Cowboys, Eagles. Ooh, Cowboys won that one 51 to 26. Wow. Definitely don't remember that. Uh, Our week 18 tradition is to have a coin flip. Because that's how crazy Week 18 usually is. There's so many teams that are out of playoff contention and playing backups and all that. Um, I'm looking at two years ago, Week 18. Obviously, we couldn't do a show before uh, the Saturday games were played because for coin, it's got uh, not available for for both of those games. But obviously, that was another situation where we couldn't do the show before the Saturday games kicked off. But I'm sure we were doing it Saturday night as they were being played. So we got the coin picks for all of the Sunday games for Week 18, but not the two Saturday games. So, yeah, uh, I'll have to text and communicate with Jay uh, this week to figure out how we're doing uh, the the Week 18 show, which, once again, we got Saturday games. Maybe I'll remember next year by the time it comes around. But uh, once again this year, I forgot that there's uh, going to be Saturday games that we have to uh, account for for Week 18. Um. I don't really have anything else I need to uh, rattle on about. I, will, I mentioned the uh, Liberty Bowl that I uh, worked uh, for my uh, side gig as, as uh, taking all the plays and putting them in uh, in this app on my phone uh, as they happen for the purposes of uh, live betting. And that actually worked out, uh, I think, perfectly. I think I did every single play correctly. There weren't too many trick plays or end of rounds, all that type of stuff. There's a couple. There was a, there was a Statue of Liberty play where uh, it's just really not anything, but it's a run play. It just happens to not go to the player that you might think it was going to. But uh, the, the, the Memphis Tigers did run a Statue of Liberty at, at one point uh, toward the end of the first half to get in the field goal range. And then their opponent, Iowa State, at one point ran a, uh, you know, a pitch to a, a receiver going backwards who then tried to throw the ball downfield and it was incomplete and the only thing you got to do for that is make sure that when you put incomplete you click a box that says non-QB1 throw and all that does is make sure that the incompletion stat or if it was complete either way uh, whatever those stats are make sure that doesn't go under the ledger of the quarterback that's actually starting the game for that team because that quarterback didn't throw that ball so you have to click that box 
Um, and I did remember to click that box on the incompletion. Um, and that was about it as far as uh, weird or unusual plays. I don't think they uh, either team did too much anything else. They just basically played it straight up, and uh, the Tigers won. The Memphis Tigers beat Iowa State by 10. The very, very odd thing about that, and I'm not a college football expert at all, but for some reason, the Tigers were installed as like a nine, nine and a half, ten point underdog to Iowa State in this game. First of all, Memphis had a much better record. They were nine and three, and Iowa State was seven and five. And second of all, nobody of real significance from the Memphis Tigers uh, decided to skip the game. You know what I mean? Nobody was in the uh, the transfer portal. Nobody was. Um, sitting out because it's a bowl game and they do, and they want to protect their draft status. Uh, it wasn't anything like that. All the guys that were there that pushed Memphis to a nine and three record, they were all, they were all there. They were all playing and they were all making big time plays. And they, they first big bomb of the game was a touchdown to Demir Blankamsey, just over the top home run place going crazy. Um, it's a bowl game. So yes, the other side of the stadium was mostly Iowa state fans. They, they came out, they, uh, they were tailgating. They they uh, packed that side of the, of the Liberty Bowl, so good on them. But the Memphis side was all was obviously packed because it's a it's basically a home game. I I don't know if I've ever seen a stranger point spread in my entire life than the nine and three Memphis team playing their bowl game at their actual home stadium. The Liberty Bowl is where the Tigers play all of their home football games. The home team as a 10-point underdog to a team that has a worse record. I, I honestly to God do not understand why that, that happened. Um, I did uh, make money off that. I, I was very long uh, Memphis Tigers uh, money line in that game, and I was very happy to uh, to make a lot more money than I made uh, actually going to the game and, and doing the, uh, the, the play uh, charting that I did. But it's just so weird. I, I don't. I don't get it. Some things I just don't understand as far as gambling. That's why I know I, I would never be a professional gambler because some of those things just don't make any sense to me. A lot of the bowl game stuff doesn't make any sense. I was. I did not bet the Florida State game last night where they got beat by seven hundred points. I don't even remember who they were playing. Uh, but obviously they had like twenty, literally twenty five guys from their team uh, did not play in that bowl game because whether they were opting out or in the transfer portal and they were three touchdown underdogs to whoever they were playing. And that makes sense. But would you, would you have been surprised if all those other backups for Florida state would have rallied and said, you know, okay, those guys aren't here. This is our time. You know, we're going to show them what they're missing. We're going to show everybody what we're made of. We're not just the backups. You know, we got talent too, and and would have surprised anyone if Florida State went out there and and held their own, and maybe even won the game. I I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, they did not, obviously, but you know, like I said, that's too much stuff. I don't still don't really understand as far as gambling goes. So, all right, I'm gonna shut up and and stop the show now. Everybody have a uh, happy New Year. Uh, hope everyone had a great Christmas weekend uh, before that. Uh, for Jay, who did make it onto his own show despite me not inviting him. And again, I wasn't trying to do that on purpose. I wasn't trying to freeze him out. I just felt like I was going to be bothering him if I if I tried to uh, to get him on. Uh, for Dre, uh, for Jay, I am Dre. 
Uh, I am still sleepy and tired, as has been uh, in much less detail the podcast. We did make our show, even though we thought we weren't going to, but we made it in, and we're happy to get that show in, and we'll see if the website wants to work and, and actually give us a chance to do the show the way that we're trying to do it next weekend for week 18, the very last week of the regular season. Finally, the football season comes to an end. We'll talk to you next week. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.